0: listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio.
1: Welcome, everybody, to episode 54 of the AntsMarching.org podcast. As always, or most of the time, I guess, I'm Matt, and I'm here with Joe and Jake. Fellas, how are you today? Good, good.
2: How are you, Jake?
0: I am very well, sir. Thank you very much. You got a little uh, football action in today? Uh, I did, yeah. I watched. Um, I watched both games. Actually, they were um, actually kind of both entertaining, uh, including the the blowout of the thirty-one nothing at the half game between Carolina and Seattle. Um, obviously, we're taping this on the seventeenth uh, of January, which is a Sunday. Um, Two thousand sixteen. Two thousand sixteen is correct. And then the second game was between the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Denver Broncos, which was also a good game with Noodle Arm Peyton Manning actually. Throwing a pass and completing one, and Denver holding on to win. So it's good.
1: I was, uh, you know, being that I live out near Seattle, <clears throat> um, I had some friends over, and of course i i wore I don't know I don't want to start a debate here, but I wore a Russell. I own a Russell Wilson jersey, and Ooh. I bought it uh, as if you don't know. I'm a Jets fan, so, and this might explain why in the next sentence is. They were obviously paying the Patriots in the Super Bowl last year, so I was a Seahawks fan for for one day, <laughs> and a pretty big one too. So, um, so now I break it out um, if the Jets obviously aren't in it or whatever, and you know try to support
2: the locals on no bandwagon or trust me, there's Seattle's got plenty of those. Yeah, I thought of that after the questions from the last podcast when somebody asked you about the Jets, and I totally blanked because I you had you had put up your video for a bit and I saw you were wearing a uh, Seahawks jersey and I gave you a little rub before the podcast about it and I should have should have done it on the recording I I I I wished I did that after we had stopped recording last last week well, here are my
1: chops break away
2: <laughs> well, hashtag break away
1: well with with football obviously comes beers football Sunday so um Joe what are you drinking
2: you know what? I, I didn't get grab it before we started the podcast, so I need to go grab it right now. So why don't you guys say what you're drinking I'm going to grab Jake, mine. Jake,
1: what are you drinking? Go, go, go
2: Joe. You're, you're going to love this one.
0: This is a little old school for everybody up on the East Coast or Beastie Boys fans because I am drinking Ballantine, <laughs> and they make an IPA, and let me tell you. It's a great IPA. It's a great IPA. It, really it is an absolutely fantastic IPA. If I'm going to drink an IPA, from a company, like a, a semi-big company. Valentine's semi-big. They're not really big, um, but they're very old. <laughs> it's just a great IPA.
1: Is that is that readily available where you are or was that some kind of a special get?
0: Uh, it, it just came out uh, here in, in Florida. We have uh, the grocery store of Choices Publix. There's about four billion of them. Um, and Publix is, is big for their buy one, get ones. Um, and they actually had um, six packs buy one, get one right around Christmas. So I grabbed like all of them, so I've got enough Ballantine to like float a boat. So and it's great.
1: That's outstanding. Um, you know, East—I think West Coast is kind of beating out East Coast overall with uh, with beer. But I mean, a yeah. rising tide raises all ships, right? Craft beer across the nation is is killer, and you're lucky down there because even though you're, let, let's put it this way, um, well, maybe I don't know. Seattle's not necessarily getting a ton of San Diego beer. I mean, we do, but you can't take it for granted. So the fact that you're getting some stuff from way up east, is, northeast, is awesome.
0: Yeah, we're, we're kind of in a good spot here um, in, in Orlando because we're lucky that we have – like I mentioned last podcast, we have local places that make great beer, but we also have a lot of um, – Distributorships that bring in some hard-to-find beer. We also have a, a, the national chain Total Wine, which carries just a, a plethora sure. of beer. Um, but there's a couple local places that also carry just a ton of hard-to-find beer. A bunch of beer uh, of bars, Oblivion's one, Red Light Red Lights one. If you're around the Central Florida area, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so we can get our hands on some really hard-to-find West Coast beer, which is which is good. I had one not too long ago, and I actually don't remember what it was. It was probably because I was drinking. But um so it was out your way.
1: I'm drinking I I'm gonna take a swing at it. laridge or Laridge. It looks like L L E R I G E uh from uh Dusseldorf Alfat.
0: and du- Dusseldorf, Oregon?
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> no, Maine. Maine. Ah, like Portland. Got gotcha. it. And, and it's it's got S- Doppel Sticky, Doppel S T I C K E. Um, it's 8.5% uh, alcohol by volume. It is, it reminds me of like malt liquor, but drink, drink, uh, drank from, you know, what are those ice shoots called? Where you drink the, the vodka. Luge. Luge. Ice luge. It tastes like it's been poured down an oak tree luge. Like I'm getting bark and malt liquor. And somebody
2: really? on somebody on the uh, on the uh, the Periscope <laughs> yeah. uh, commented about how your face looked when you first drank oh. it. And said, "Yeah." Oh said you caught, caught you off guard.
1: It's probably. I think it's only twelve ounces. It's a real small bottle. It's got one of those um, like ceramic and stopper uh, gasket, like uh, the Grolsch bottle, right? Oh, okay. It's got kind of a thing like that on there. I'm showing it on Periscope right now. So it's a nice bottle. My good friend Chet. Gave me this bottle a couple of years ago, and I'm finally cracking it because it's been just sitting there in my fridge looking bo- lonely. And, uh, oh
2: boy. Uh, well, you I'm, got, I'm, I, I didn't follow any of what you guys were saying. That that was quite the slew of beer terminology. I, I ran to my fridge and grabbed mine, and here we go.
1: Oh, we got a solid can. What do
2: we got? <laughs> we got Miller Light. Ha <laughs>
1: ha! It's Miller time.
2: <laughs> and um, I actually got some crap from the last podcast. I didn't give a shout-out to Miller Lite. So um, to Mark Boa34, who uh, tweeted at me after the podcast. He's a big Miller Lite drinker, so I'll do this one uh, do this one in his honor and, and try to bring down the beer snobbiness on this podcast a little bit.
1: <laughs> oh, Is it still snobby if you don't like it? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> well, all right, so seven minutes in, we haven't said a word about Dave Matthews' band. I think, uh, yeah, maybe we should do that. So, um, over the week, Joe has been, uh, some kicking some butt here doing some graphical design work and, um, put together some flyers kind of summarizing exactly where we're at with, um, the tour, the upcoming announcement of the tour dates. So, um, either one of you guys take it away. Where where are we at on that?
2: Joe, go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Well, we both try to toss the buck. Well, I mean, um, you know, yes, we did post something out there. You know what, what it's looking like. Uh, the forums have been hot related to this. Actually, not just right now, but for a while. Um, we have a special tour forum. If you're not aware, 2016, and actually uh, Chad Dizzy One has been helping uh, compile some of the, the rumors that have been going on or people that have confirmed. So there's a lot of people out there that work in or just know people that can sometimes get some of these dates early and a lot of people use that to try to book up hotels early before rates get crazy and all that good stuff and um so great thread a lot of great dates out there so you can kind of look a number of them are conf- kind of being thrown out there for specs got some dates Indy's got some dates manfield hartford camden alpine um so you can kind of see what the current rumors are What we also posted was kind of some of the key tour announcement dates or key ticket dates that we're kind of hearing right now. As always, subject to change, things are always pretty dynamic. But what it was looking like is, you know, this week, probably like on a Tuesday, we're thinking um, here, a tour announcement usually comes out on the website and in your email. And uh, they'll open up the ticket request period for warehouse members um from the 21st to the first and you know don't bank on this but usually um they extend it for a couple days um after you know after it closes for the people that are um spacey and um we will get confirmations probably like around the 14th and uh right before some of the pre-sales and public sales and start on uh, public sales on february 19th so um really all that means is we're finally gonna hear tour dates this week hopefully yeah, hopefully that's that's the
0: key. Uh, like you were saying, nothing's confirmed. And, and, you know, generally speaking, it's on a Tuesday. Um, it sure seems like it's going to be uh, on the let's see, 18th. That would be the 19th. Like I think you just said, I think the big question for uh, th- that a lot of people have, not only me, is are, are we going to see a tour um, similar to last year as as far as venues where we had a a sprinkling of smaller venues in there or are we going to see a return to some of the larger venues um and and everyone tries to play armchair psychiatrist to figure out why that is and we went into great detail last week uh, about the crowds and and how we all kind of feel that it's really not that big of a deal about it um so i'm just kind of curious where they're going to go what new places are going to pop in
2: yeah, I'm curious too. I mean, um, I think one of the ones that's getting thrown out there, which is, some people have kind of debunked it, but some people are saying it's going to happen. So it's one of those that's a toss up right now. Is um, Watkins Glen, um, upstate, middle of New York, uh, Finger Lakes area, would be a pretty different, little, interesting area. They play, you know, different shows over in that in that area. Another one in that area, I think, a Syracuse has been thrown out there too. I think they got a new. A new music venue that was just uh, built recently, and yes. um, I think they're trying to bring in some new acts too. So, you know, based on some of the rumors, I mean, Moline, I think, has been mentioned. I don't know how much um, how much truth there is to that one, but if it's, if we're going by the rumors, small small places are definitely in. But I would say at the same time, there's also a couple rumors out there that um, some of the big places, uh, some of the, the the larger venues, might get additional dates which i find that hard to believe but you know some some people are reporting that right now
0: yeah there's been that strange uh, rumor about atlanta getting a second night um and atlanta's uh, uh drawn very well for the last few years it's an odd venue um if you've never been to the, the lakewood amphitheater um the parking lot is completely hit and miss and if you don't get out of there you're going to be there for an hour so a lot of people are kind of shying away from it anyway just because of the parking lot, which, you know, that, that actually has an effect on things. How, you know, in and out you can get to a place, it it, it matters. Um, so it, it's places like that. I, I don't know why Atlanta specifically would get to nights, but like you're saying, it, you just kind of wonder how – new venues and new areas are going to open up and this is something we talked about in the, the previous podcast about how the deep south is kind of getting
2: some more shows that way so it's it's, it's gonna be
0: you know
2: you gonna see how it, it shakes out somebody's posting out uh, on the, on the on the on the periscope you know hey gorge's got three nights should should the east coast get a three night stand or should that just kind of stick with stick with the gorge people uh-huh. should just go to the gorge for three nights I'll
1: weigh in on that all venues being equal, it's a great question. But I I have a unique view on this because I've lived in upstate New York and now I live in Seattle. Upstate New York, you have anywhere from 8 to 14 shows within a six-hour drive of you every single tour.
2: Really good point, yep.
1: And The Gorge, for me, it's the only three shows I see all year now. It's, it, unless I want to fly three-plus hours... I can go down to Oregon, but I mean, even that's kind of rare. It was the first time they played in Oregon in a while last summer, so let's not even count that. I can go to Irvine, or I can go to, uh, you know, go down to LA if I want. But really, other than that, um, it's it's the only venue that I can reasonably travel to um, without without getting on a plane, uh, and it's just not the case. So to that point, it's not that I, I want less shows. Go ahead and have a three night stand on the on the East Coast, but I think there is a very valid reason for. Going from two to three for the gorge.
2: Gorge is a, is a journey just to get out to it. The, mm-hmm. That whole camping experience is part of it. And I think, you know, if it was only two nights, you know, that would, you know, three nights really really makes it that full weekend, full holiday weekend too. You know, I, I completely agree that the East Coast, you can make a three night somewhat, um, maybe a couple of days off in between. But you can hit so many dates that um, probably doesn't need to have a, uh, a three night stand on the on the East Coast. And it's not like the East Coast has
0: never had them. I mean, you know, they played, you know, six shows in two years at Giant Stadium. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's, but
2: I'm we're saying in current times, you know, I mean, it's been a while since uh, maybe some people on the East Coast that aren't haven't been able to travel the gorge, been able to get the kind of you know three set um, experience. The only place that I could think
0: of within the last, let's just say that that DMB three point quote unquote, so the 2008 to present band. Set up that that even seemed like it was going to get three nights was back in 2010, and that was in Charlottesville,
2: and that was. And that's a, what I was thinking too. I was thinking if there's going to be one Charlottesville, let's do a three night Charlottesville to celebrate what 20 years crash. Yeah, 20 and 25 years for the band. Mm-hmm. 25 years for the band. I mean, three nights in Charlottesville. You guys want to do it? You, you want to do it? If they do it,
1: Shh. if they do it, I think uh, it's not an official announcement, but I think we should do yet another. Uh, a proper ants party go 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 ham with it
2: oh I'll yeah be doing, we'll be doing it regardless if you're there or not
1: <laughs> in fact it might get a little wilder if i'm not huh
2: <laughs> yeah i really shall. gonna go hard yeah, that's
0: usually how it goes
2: even, um, Matt, even dad goes hard
0: i can't
1: wait to get a ride in that wahooftee again
0: <laughs> 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 remember that jake when we took the, uh, the the gigantic tour?
1: No, the Wahoopty
0: was the um the limo. Yeah, the the old school like seventies car limo. I did not ride limo. I did not ride with you guys. Oh. Somebody had to go back and set the party up.
2: Oh. Or take a nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, we will definitely do that if um if, uh, if our dream comes true Can I um, even a question' even if it's like two nights doesn't even have to be three nights but let's do three nights.
1: I, I want your opinion on this Jake. Yes sir. do you think the band enjoys the Charlottesville shows more or do you think it, <clears throat> it introduces more stress on them?
0: Well generally speaking and this is just based on what what the band has said in previous interviews and such they're not a big like looking back band so to a, an extent i don't think it has the same nostalgic ring to it that it has for fans um however just because they know so many people there i mean it really when, when they were in their prime charlottesville wasn't a very big city and that community of of musicians and bartenders basically was was small so it's just it, it's got to mean something to them it's got to Got to have some sort of special vibe. I mean, you know, if you look at the set list, you might think, eh, they don't really care. But you know, you know, uh, I,
2: I would think so. I love the guests that I know. I love getting you know um, uh, John d- Dirt, John Durf. Uh, yeah. D- there, I mean, I'm still holding out for a um, Butch Taylor kind of appearance, and, and all these guys, you know, live in, in Charlottesville. Peter Griser lives right there. Yeah, oh, that jeez, that'd, cra- that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. I, you know I'm hopeful. In, in the past, John's come on, and who else? Some, someone else has come on too. So I, I feel like they feel the hometown. I don't know what pressure gets to them. I think they enjoy it. I think they like it. A lot of family uh, makes it to that those shows, um, and a lot of friends. Um, and I, I think they like that. I, I think they like being able to uh, treat some of their family and friends to uh, to a concert that they might not be able to go to normally. And I'm talking like extended family, not necessarily immediate family. Like you know. The, the whole the whole crew I think
1: I think it gives them a little bit more stress.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I don't
1: think so. I, I don't know if I can really even quantify that. I just think that like to your point, Jake, how they're not very they're not a very nostalgic band. Um, so it is probably more pressure. and I think they're happy to see their friends and family. But I feel like, and this, again, this is total speculation, and I and I know nothing about this, and maybe I'm just overanalyzing, but wouldn't you think that there's a lot of accommodations that they are probably expected to
2: yeah. give Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of people asking for things, uh, you know, everybody left and right, it's your hometown, yeah, I, I would agree. And and I, I don't think they really like all these fans, hardcore fans, let's face it, you know, there's a small group of people that are actually living in Charlottesville going to the show, It's a lot of people coming in from out of town, I don't think they like them. All, all over the city and in, in up in their grill, I think they would probably prefer that out. So there's a couple farmlands outside of Charlottesville where they currently already hold some festivals but uh-huh. at one of those farms and then it's not uh, in everyone's grill in Charlottesville. Yeah,
0: but at the same time, I mean if you just think about it, I mean, Miller's on a DMB weekend <laughs>
2: probably makes oh, all yeah. their money. Oh yeah, you know. places packed. They, I yeah. mean, they hold people outside of outside the doors. They don't, you know, you have to sit there and wait until somebody leaves uh, in order for you to get in. And it's uh, yeah, the lines are pretty ridiculous for those that haven't been able to uh, make it to the
0: Which, of course, is the uh, the bar where uh, Dave bartended when he first met Leroy and Carter. In case you're not up on your uh, DMB uh, history, yep. lore, yes.
1: Well, so that settles it then. If Seaville's announced, get ready for an ant's party, an epic ant's party. I'm not feeling any more stress. Are you guys feeling any more stress? No, I'm not.
2: No. No. maybe no, no. no. who knows? Maybe they. And, and I wouldn't say, hey, tour dates come out Tuesday. I mean, it's not to say that there couldn't be anything added to it. I think um, in the past, some of the, the kind of festival, they used to do the benefit concerts at the end of each year. They kind of would announce those later. This past year, Europe wasn't announced at the same time it was announced a little bit later obviously that was late in the year tour dates but you know it wasn't all part of the same announcement it was a couple months after so not the end of the world but i'm anxious to see um see what this tour um tour trip is going to look like um if we're starting early and when we can start getting into some shows
1: yeah so i mean if you're not already definitely follow us on twitter we're just at ants marching on facebook we're there we're on instagram um, as soon as the tour dates drop, we will be posting and sharing and blaring through the E megaphone that we have on, on social media to, uh, to let you guys know. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about our song series, um, Volume 1, essentially, and the best version of Joyride. So uh, we'll be right back. Hang with us. <laughs> Some water I've the river out again I if it. see if this in swimming Welcome back to The Ants Podcast, episode 54. So as promised, we have a little new feature going on, calling our song series. And this is volume one, episode one, edition one. I don't, I'll leave it up to Joe. But this is Joe M's thing.
2: Um, oh, come uh, on. Don't throw me under the bus. It's,
1: it's pretty cool. So, I mean, well, I'll just put it this way. If you like it, it's my idea. <laughs> and if it's terrible, it's, it's Joe's idea. <laughs> but, um, so uh, what, we're, what we're trying to do, well, you know what? Hell with it. Joe M, take it away. What are we trying to do here?
2: Well, yeah. So we gave a little teaser in last week's podcast, but here's the idea, and here's where the, kind of the idea came from. There is a lot of DMB live released material, you know, officially released. Right? We got thirty six live tracks, you know, uh, other uh, DMB lives, warehouse discs, bonus discs. We got a whole bunch of stuff with a lot of content. Um, how can we set? How can we come up with just a compilation or a list of what is the best version? Of each of the songs that are across there, for each song, what's the best version? So if you're gonna, if you want to tell your friend, like, oh, you got to hear Joyride, which we're gonna talk about this week, you know which of the Joyrides to jump straight to because that's the best one that you, that's really gonna kind of highlight the song as opposed to just put, picking the first joy that comes up and you pick one that's, you know, a little lackluster. So that was kind of the, the the overall idea. Plus, it gives us something to talk about here while we wait for the tour to start. Um, so we just randomly pick a song, um, you know, put it in the random song generator. Um, Joyride was the uh, the first one, um, so we mentioned it on last week's podcast. Sent out the vote during the week um, for everyone to vote. So there's three joyrides that have been officially released, um, and that is Live Tracks Two, uh, which is on nine twelve o four. Live Tracks Eight. Excuse me. Live Tracks Two is from Polo Fields, um, Golden Gate Park. So it's the big um, big Polo Fields. Um, concert. Uh, Live Tracks 8 is the second one. That's from 8704. That's actually Alpine Valley um, in East Troy or uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And then the last one uh, was on the Warehouse 8, Volume 4, or it's also on the whatever, Warehouse 5, Volume, I don't know, 10? I don't know if you know Jake. Uh, But that's 826.04, and that was from Chula Vista, Chorza Amphitheater in Chula Vista. So we put out the vote. What does everybody think? Um, and I will uh, I can come back with the results before I, I kind of come up with what everyone in the community saying, Matt, what's your take? My take?: Yeah,
1: I refuse to cast a vote for something that's so
2: terrible. <laughs> this is uh, Wow, we, our first vote, and, and you're, already, uh, you're already you're with, with already <laughs> the first up. official
1: voter goes into the booth,
2: turns right around and walks back out. <laughs> <laughs> makes a stance.
1: What? What? What, 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 do have, what do you have against?
2: Yeah, what do you have against Joyride?
1: I feel like, um, I feel like, right after the two thousand, uh, the Lily White songs came out and and busted stuff. The album was released. I felt like they kind of got derivative with their songs, like they were trying to shoehorn sweet up and down, which, quite honestly, is just god awful. I know it's rare, but the song has gotten worse since the Lily White leak, and it's just now people go crazy for it. And quite honestly, it's terrible. So they got these songs that all kind of. Well, Joyride's like a ripoff of Rapunzel, more, more or less. And, and so you take that, and it's just. It oozes of lack of creativity. And I just. It's, it's just not a good song.
2: So the, if you were to say anything, probably the one argument I would use for, you, for your opinion is look, the band recorded it in the studio, and they even chose not to put it on an album. There's a lot of songs that they did that too. That songs that we like though.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah but it, isn't it on the uh, stand-up bonus? stuff? Well, yes, yeah, but they yes, yeah, that's the point is that but they still they just threw it onto a bonus disc, right? There's a lot of songs that they've done that for that we want them to release, but they didn't just go and put <laughs> oh, wait, it off wait, on a wait, bonus wait. disc. It
1: didn't make the stand-up album. That's different.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: but, <laughs> but yeah, exactly I mean, that too. Yeah, <laughs> didn't, didn't pass the bar for stand-up to make the oh. stand-up album.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's another that's another freaking podcast because that wasn't exactly the the most brilliantly produced uh, CD when it when it came to picking the songs um, in bats and we love yeah just to um, just to play devil's advocate I, I actually like Joyride. Um, it, you know it's a political song I mean it's when when Dave was all up in his John Kerry crap um, and um, and he wrote it and and it actually works it I, I think it's actually pretty good for what it is it's it's not supposed to be you know rocket surgery it's it's just a little you know political song and and it's it's catchy and 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 poppy and and i like it and i I kind of wish it would get played more and of the live released ones um the one that i enjoy the most is actually the warehouse disc one i, I actually like that wow. one a lot wow I, I i like the chula vista one um that's probably the one i listen to the most i actually have all three of them in my, you know, secret little stash of stuff that I listen to, um, and I listen to all three of them in a row, and and that's the one I like. There's there's actually other versions I like um, that have not been
2: released. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the and that's the idea is that this is you officially. I, but if you have one you want to throw out there, go for it. But as far as the voting goes, it's just across the the released ones. Um, I'm probably going to get this wrong. I think it's Atlanta, and if I would have thought,
0: I would have, I would have double checked. But I think it's Atlanta. Oh, four is the one I'm thinking of, yeah. um, but I, but I could be wrong. But that whole that whole Atlanta show is really good. But that's another podcast.
2: Yeah, well, I think you, that's you, the, you would be one. surprised to know that you are in the minority of uh, of the voting. I Actually, had a feeling I would. You would really?
0: Um, yeah, I, I bet it's. I bet everybody and their mother went with the uh, the one
2: from Alpine. Yeah. So, um yes, uh, not even close. actually, there was like nearly no votes for a long time for the warehouse disc one, which let's these the tracks, in my opinion, aren't significantly diff the, the performances, right? They're all from literally. Only a few weeks time, right? From eight seven through nine twelve, right? So we're talking five weeks time that they perform these. So not a lot of not a lot of deviation and really hard to mess up a four minute joyride, right? Uh, not a lot not a lot you can screw up in that. Um, but yeah, that was the shortest. Um, when it came to Instagram votes, it was a pretty much a dead heat between Live Tracks two and Live Tracks eight, back and forth, back and forth. Um, Twitter votes and Facebook votes. Started to uh, start to put. Um, I'm surprised. Live tracks two ahead. Um, so if I put my vote down, um, you know, crowd was good in both of them. Good levels of the crowd. They're they're doing the woos, whether you like them or not. You get the woos. Um, recording wise, I actually like the the um, live tracks eight recording a little bit better. The 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 live tracks two is pretty bassy, um, and I feel like it, it kind of drowns out. I usually like the bass side of it, and I usually think that uh, Stefan's too quiet. Um, they have his mix too quiet. But it's just a little bit too hot high for me on that. I think the Live 8 mix, I like it. Dave's vocals are really clear, um, and the performance is pretty good. Carter's Carter's kind of like going crazy at the end of Joyride. Not crazy, but kind of doing his syncopated stuff. It's really good. So I vote um, Live Tracks 8, but it kind of looks like... Um, Ne- which neither none of us have picked because Matt has decided not to vote. Um, <laughs> live tracks 2 seems to be from Golden Gate Park seems to be the um seems to be the favorite
1: hmm. so, so did you find and, and maybe you choose not to share this information there, uh, pollster, but do you find a large disparity between any of the social media outlets, like Facebook really liked this one, and it's weird because Instagram really liked this one, or were they pretty much in line?
2: No, yeah. Um, specifically, Twitter really swayed um, Live Tracks 2. I'm not sure why Twitter, of all, you know, what that means, but a lot of votes for Live Tracks 2 on Twitter. Not sure why.
1: That's big data right there. Hashtag.
2: Hashtag big data. We don't know. We didn't, we didn't figure out what it means, but we, we definitely have the data. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know why Twitter was really into um, to Live Tracks 2. I would be, I would. I, I wonder how many people. Well, see, the, the live
0: tracks, no, that's not true, actually. I, I got my Alpine shows mixed up. I, I wonder if more people have live tracks, too, than have live tracks, eight. That's
2: a uh, theory. Yep, that's a theory. That's a really good theory, yep. So, I mean, but, I mean, like you said, they're close. Um, but I actually if, thought, based on that, that maybe, like, oh, everybody that goes to Alpine would vote for Alpine. You know, I kind of thought, you know, that might skew the results, too, people just voting based on, hey, that was a, that's Alpine and that's a show I got to go to.
1: Joe, when do you plan? When do we plan? Well, mark that down, right? So, nine twelve zero four live tracks two definitive best live version. And it was, it was a close.
2: It was definitely a close one between eight and two. Um, but it did squeeze out once you t- took in pretty much the Twitter votes.
1: So, uh, so, so there are a few people on Periscope right now asking, how, how do we know about these votes? How they miss it, Joe? How how can they find out and keep up on when these things go down?
2: Yeah, so um, there's not like a, necessarily just like one place you have to go to it. It's uh, across the social media platforms. So um, we posted through um, Instagram, through um, Facebook, and through Twitter. So hopefully you're on one of those three. Um, if not, let us know if we should do a, a fourth place. Um, thought about doing it on the site. Geez, that seems kind of obvious, right? But um, didn't really do it on the site. Um, but we, um, we posted it to those three, um, three locations and uh, just kind of took the votes from there. There you go.
1: So, when do we get the next? Do we draw the song tonight? Do we? Oh,
2: we will do that. Yes, I I I need to open up the page to do that. Um, we we should do that right when we come back from, or we can do it at the end of the end, or right when we come back from uh, for questions.
1: I think we could do questions right away. We're going to try to make this a little bit more of a succinct podcast, given that it's. If we're going to try to do this weekly in the off season. There's not going to be a whole hell of a lot to talk about typically.
2: Yeah, good point. So, so yeah, can... that's that's our goal is to uh, to get this uh, succinct. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's very cool. Let's do it right, right at the end.
2: We'll okay, right I'll, I'll I'll be uh, setting it up. All right, let's take some questions. Jake, you have a question? Oh yeah, sure. Now that I'm not on the page, oh, there um, it is.
1: I got him <laughs> sleeping at the keyboard. <laughs> take the take the blanket off your lap.
0: Uh, well, you know, I was I was actually just I was on uh, our good friends over at the Almanac list a lot of uh, lyrics for the songs, and I was just kind of reading through and seeing why people were picking live tracks too, to be honest with you. Cause I just don't, I don't know. You know me, I'm not, I'm always the guy that disagrees with everything. Anyway, um, Ryan, uh, McGill, Mackle, uh, that same name, number 31. This is the last, uh, Twitter question that just came in. Said, what are the chances of a caravan style festival with some big tour stops sprinkled in for the 25th, referring to the 25th anniversary of the band? hashtag ants podcast um i would say between zero and one percent probably somewhere in there pretty small spread pretty probably closer to zero um i i don't uh, everyone that went to the caravans loved them every single person who went to the caravan loved it every person that didn't go to a caravan didn't care Uh, (laughs) that's that's
1: (laughs) absolutely so so accurate
0: yeah it's just I think that's it you know if you went to it fine but I I don't ever see it happening again I I recently got to ask the question
2: that was like do they ever not tour and I was like well there's this one time that they said they weren't going to tour but then they did tour and it was mixed results yeah that just made me laugh thinking about that yeah they took the year off and played 16 shows (laughs) So I don't know. See, when you say, did somebody say they ever not tour? I guess they, I, they said they weren't, but they did. So it's not I guess a they,
1: calendar year where they haven't played a show.
2: Well, yeah, that's good, pretty difficult to do. Um, I would think. Hopefully, they don't go 365 days without a show. That would stink.
0: Uh, um, you want to uh, do another
2: uh,
0: hashtag ants podcast one? Do it up. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, are you looking at it, Joe? Because this is your buddy. No, I'm not looking. I'm uh, I'm generating a song. Uh, uh,
0: Mark, is it gets? Is that how I, am I pronouncing it? Correct? How else would you pronounce it? I don't think he's on, I don't think he's on I don't think he's on the podcast to answer your question. I'm asking you. You know everybody. That's uh, oh, his fault. He should listen. His his um, Twitter is is boa 34. I guess he's a big Larry boa fan. Um, is this the year? Last stop returns hashtag ants podcast. Is it Matt? Why would it be?
2: I mean, because it, it's because it because we is, need it.
0: no, no. It's, OK,
1: it's could That could be any song, though. So is there significance to why that might come back?
0: Yeah, because of reasons.
1: OK. Yeah, <laughs> because of. Well, if you if you drink very reasons, good reasons.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, Great
0: reasons. I, ah, oh, boy,
1: I don't know. I, I think the song is too heavy for them to play with any kind of rotation. I think I think. It's just, not if it's, just not, if it's a, not if it's like a closer. It's, it's long and it's intense, and I think they don't like
2: doing that anymore. So in 2010, since 2010, they they don't like to do it anymore. Something changed after two. Listen to live at Chicago 98.
1: That is awesome. The one that starts with Mrs. Crenshaw. That's <laughs> uh, a great version, but that was when the song was first out, and then they came and played it back in what 2003. It came back right. I think they played a, a yes. bunch that and Dreaming Tree. I think, um, and it just sounded like they were rushing through it most of the time. So I'd love to hear it. I just wish they loved to play it.
2: I, I, I agree with I, every single thing you just said. It's been since 2010. I don't know. Has it been teased since then? Do you do you, know, you kind of recall, Jake? Uh, not off the top of my head. If it hadn't yeah. been something really, really tiny. Yeah, I not I don't recall either. So um there were signs for it um during uh last year's summer tour. I, I know I specifically um you know commented about in uh, Indianapolis um that there was a sign up about it and that uh Dave pointed it out to Carter and Carter kind of joked about it and they talked about it and then said, you know, something in the mic like you know, not got to practice that one or something or not ready for it. Um so, you know, I think the I think they're seeing the that the, the swell that want to hear it, so it wasn't like no, that one's dead or anything. So I don't know. I'm still, still, um, still optimistic that uh, that it'll come back. What and I got it?
1: It. no tease yeah. since November twentieth, two thousand
2: and ten. Okay. Yeah, so nothing for two thousand and ten. actually, the guy that uh, that had the sign actually reached out to us on uh, Instagram and, and via private message had no idea until just recently. So thanks for the uh, thanks for the message. Um, I think it's going to be back. I'll be the optimistic on this one. It's time to bring it back. For re- as, as Jake says, for reasons. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Like what they did would let you down.
1: Don't play it nine shows out of ten after you bring it back. And if I'm that, you know, I'd rather go to a show and miss it and be like, oh, shoot, I missed it. But at least they're not playing the hell out of it like they used to do. like in Like Last Stop in 2003. Instead of just sprinkling it in there, they play it to death. And I'm not a musician, though, so, I mean, I guess once you get into a rhythm... It kind of makes sense, but part of the fun is the mixing up the set list too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. I agree. Um, Great. Do answer. you have a question, Matt?
1: Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, Corey D. Unis at Corey Unis asks Why isn't there much love for Break For It?
0: I to... actually kind of think there is. Um, Break For It was a song only a handful of times in in 2010 uh if you don't recall it was sound checked a lot in 2006 back when the band used to play uh sound checks outside and, and many people including myself heard it um played all throughout kind of the south is when they were doing it. they never played it live then they finally played it live i think it's a lot of love for a song that's really not that good um, it gets a lot of love on the boards. a lot of people asking for it. People are always wanting it to appear on releases of some sort, it seems. If you ever go to the, uh, the pages that, that kind of try to predict what the warehouse disc is going to be, it seems like there's always one of those break for it's listed there. Um, I, I, you know, it, it's never really grabbed me, um, but I, I, people like it.
1: Uh, we got one more here. I want to just sneak in real quick before I forget about it. Okay. Uh, Will Sinclair, who's just the king of participating and asking awesome questions. So thanks, Will. Can we have official ways to vote on the song of choice between podcasts? A hashtag, song name, number, recording. Is there a format you want, like Ants Podcast or Ants Vote, is what Will's asking.
2: I I actually specifically didn't do a formal way because I think – None of us have any extra time to do it formally, so I just kind of did it. You, would, you know, respond so respond when you see it, and there's no actual nothing formal. So I did. There is a hashtag, but you don't have to use the hashtag. Um, you know, uh, I think it's uh, uh, DMB. Uh, it's DMB vote is the hashtag. It's on the um, it's on the uh, the photo that has the songs to vote for. Um, but no, just respond whichever way. We'll we'll, we'll tally them up. You know, whichever is the easiest way. Instagram, Twitter. Um, or Facebook, we'll just take the votes from there. We got to actually take a, um, we got to take a question from Instagram here because we got a lot of good ones there, and maybe a question from Periscope just to cover our um, cover our bases. Cool, cool. You want you want? Um, I'll I'll do one um, from Instagram, and then uh, while I'm asking that one, maybe uh, those of you on Periscope, um, if you guys want to post a question, Matt, you can uh, take a watch there and and, sure. uh, and grab one. Let's see here. So I didn't really actually get one ready, but let's just randomly pick one. Oh, um, <laughs> you don't like that? Um, let's see here. So question came, let's see here, uh, from a B McKeon, B underscore M-C-K-E-O-N, asks, what are the odds of seeing a winter tour or a mini Dave and Tim tour sometime in the near future? So let's say let's just put it to a quick odds vote, uh, or a quick perc- um, odds or percentage. Either either way, I would say I don't know. What do you say? What do you say, Jake? Uh,
0: I don't think there would be a Dave and Tim tour, quote unquote. You might see a one-off as have appeared in the last few. However, I think there's a pretty good shot at a uh, fall slash winter tour coming up. Um, will it be th- related to the election? Uh, no. No, I don't. I don't think it's going to be that. I don't. That think would actually gonna, be a, that would actually be a shocker. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it would be that. If there is going to be an album, and I still don't believe there's going to be an album, but if oh, there's no, going to be an yeah. album, good. Well, well th-
2: actually, let me say, let me throw that in here so we can get another question because there's a lot of questions about album also um via instagram wanting to know what's the what album drop date lovey ladies on the album dave more piano when's it coming out so if you can comment anything about that too we'll hit um um nerker man from instagram was curious to know that
0: sure let me let me tell all you kids everybody gather around get real close to your (laughs) listening device now i'm going to bring you way back to a time called 2004 that's Mm -hmm. right 2004 (laughs) came out and a, bunch, a lot of songs that Matt loved uh, came out that year. Joyride was one of them. Mm-hmm. And they played all these songs all year long. And then 2005 came along and they used absolutely zero. of the. Well, they used one and they changed it a lot anyway. But um, they used one for the next album. So just because you hear some new songs doesn't mean there's going to be an album. Happened in 2004, happened in 2006, happened in 2007. Um, when I have an album in my hands then I will believe that there is a Dave Matthews Band album. It will, because be, it will be four history. years this, this spring. It'll be four years this spring, yes. And and the last it, album, which which we all liked a lot, got like Zippo media coverage whatsoever. So,
2: I mean, you know, people probably don't even realize that came out. An album plan will get solidified in the next few handful of months. That, that's my prediction. Um, they've already done a lot of work on songs they've already had strings laid down on songs uh, from an orchestra there's, there's progress on it everyone went away after a long you know, t- tour year last year, Europe everyone's get back together they'll be, they'll be with each other all the time with the tour, it's going to be a topic <laughs> they're going to figure out, you know what, let's just do this um, at least a plan will be kind of solidified I think here, once, uh, once the band's spending some time together that's my pick, but it ain't com- it ain't coming out in May. That's the spirit.
1: Now oh, we'd be hearing about it already.
2: Yep. You get a, you get any uh, you get any Periscope question? I think there's a lot of a lot of dialogue going on out there.
1: Yeah, but I was also listening to you guys, so i I might have
2: missed a few of them.
0: Why don't you uh, try to find one as I take this question? Because I really like this question from Joe Kirkham um, at F as in Frank, D as in dog, L as in Larry, Sunshine. Uh, As a, quote, younger fan, 26 now, first show was uh, Gainesville, 2007. What's the best thing I missed out on from earlier on?
2: Hashtag Ants Podcast. I actually saw that question, and I liked it, too. I think it's a really good question, and I, I started to go one direction with the answer, and I changed it. And I don't know if this is where any of you guys are thinking, but my whole idea is, it doesn't matter I mean, to, for for you know for Joe. It doesn't matter to you. I, you got into the you got in the band at the time you got in. You got in at the time you got in because you liked what they were doing, you know. So you didn't miss anything. You shouldn't worry about what they what happened in the past. You, what they're doing now is what you like, and um, and just keep riding that because I think some of us that I have really been in, in you know I think you t- tweeted this week, uh, Jake. When was your first show? Ninety three. Ninety three, yeah. Yeah, you so saw you tweet that. You know, um, and me, I'm just you know ninety eight, so not not it's still a while, but uh, not as far back as ninety three. You know, we can can talk about the differences from back then and and now, and how significantly or or not it is different. But I don't think that that should sway anybody's opinion that's in the, to the band right now. I don't think you should be too concerned with. You know what happened previously and what you missed out on. I think I just enjoy what's going on now. I, that's that's kind of what I was thinking when I saw that. I don't know, what, what's your thoughts, Jake? Well,
0: the, the only thing I was thinking of was um, because you know it, it's sort of like your own perception of, of what the good old days were, or when what the old days were, for that matter. Um, like you were talking about, we can go back to the '90s. Um, some people might go back to the 2003, 2004 range. So it, to take it in, in a couple separate ways, I, th- I think the the only thing you really missed out on was up until 2000 or 2001, there wasn't really a hated song. Um, there wasn't a general consensus that whatever song was just, just bad. So every show you went to was just a, a, a smorgasbord of, of just hits. I mean, l- literally you could make the argument that before every day came out that the song that the hardcore fan quote-unquote disliked the most was satellite so think about that <laughs> you know <laughs> satellite was the song that people were like oh seriously
2: you've I mean, gone through if you, you were were you part of the um, the um, the old was it the uh, the mailing the actual real mailing list the archives of the early days uh, well, of the the rats right
0: yeah the, Minaret, the, the Minarets you. Digest yeah, I Minarets was, Digest. And
2: did, did people, I mean, I think people still critiqued or kind of got unhappy about it? And it's uh, funny, I think, looking at those Minarets Digests from, you know, the, ni- the early 90s, and people are like, oh, I can't stand tripping billies or something. I, you know, I, I, thought, I thought there was still some kind of funny stuff like that in there.
0: Oh, yeah, there's absolutely. I, I personally was not because I didn't have a computer, because this was 1992, 1993, and
2: computers were like a fad. Well, you, you had know. to be at a university. I think it was all people that were connected to universities for the most well, part. It was for the most part. when I was in college way back in that yeah,
0: time. He was
1: teaching at the college at that point, yeah. Joe, not attending.
0: Yeah, so. I had already retired from teaching. By then, <laughs> but, like, like my, my old roommate had a computer, um, and he had well, – before he was my roommate, he had a, a computer with internet. You know, I had to plug a phone line into it, so you couldn't call him. You had to put your phone on you, – you couldn't have call waiting come in because it would knock you off and all this Crazy, complicated stuff, but um, messed with your cell phone. (laughs) Look, I had—I was a baller back in the day. I had a cell phone in 1994. People thought I was—they thought I was a drug dealer. I mean, they're like, (laughs) "Oh my God, you have a cell phone? That's awesome! Can I buy a bag?" (laughs) (laughs) But, Uh, but, but like back then, like you were saying. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was. It was people going like, oh, God, I,
2: I can't believe they ended with Trippin' Billies again. This is There's so stuff in there. But I would agree with your overall, like, it wasn't the same kind of, like, really disdain for some certain songs. Uh, you know, it was, some people had opinions. It wasn't like the big masses really didn't, really not like something. I would agree. Cor- correct.
0: I mean, if you, regardless of what song you disliked the most, like, like, just for me personally the song prior to every day that i just liked the most was the song that everybody creamed their pants over this year let you down that was a song i just didn't care about i heard it live so it's no big deal to me but you know i, I was probably in a a minority about you that. were
2: you were big time
0: <laughs> yeah so i mean just but everybody every song was like that you know i knew people that didn't like ants marshing you know just like i knew people that didn't like 41 our, our um moderator jamie can't stand 41. He's sick of it. Yep. You know, so it, it happens. So I actually
1: found a, a, a Periscope question. A couple people brought it up, and the names are really like gray. I can barely see them. But uh, they're basically asking if there's any more information about the pre-Super Bowl DMV show.
2: Yeah, oh, they, I, I just heard somebody actually on the um, uh, the Periscope just said the tickets for those that ordered them just started shipping. I think today, I think people started getting confirmations. Do You know more, Jake? I, I know we got to put it into uh, Tour Central because I still haven't done that. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to get that. Got to get that going. Got to get that set up. It's a full show. I mean, um, I don't know what you know. much more to think? I I, I will say I wouldn't hold what happens at that show to be what the tour is gonna to be. Oh, you... ab- oh absolutely, no. yeah. It's yeah.
0: it's gonna be hits for days. It's gonna be like a Holland Oats show. Mm-hmm. I mean you're gonna you're gonna hear every song
2: that you expect to hear. I, I so... actually wanna talk about that one. We'll have to do it on one of the ones coming up here for the podcast around Super Bowl time. The band always strove to be the, the halftime guest and we'll have we'll have to talk about that on the on the Super Bowl podcast that we do. Yeah. Where they stand now and if that's still a dream of theirs.
1: So uh what do you think? Do you want to you want to pull the name from the hat and see what our next uh next week's is going to be?
2: pull the name. All right. And it's um
1: it's well, can I ask a quick question? Yes. Is this any song at all or do you have a criteria to whittle it down to realistic songs?
2: I just it, it random pulls a song. No, and there's no criteria. Oh, it okay. random pulls. I random pull a song I love it. and it just has to be a song that the band officially released. Okay. Um so that that's all, right, all right,
1: it right, is. A little drum roll.
2: And for Volume 2, for next week's, uh, we'll put out a vote and what's your vote, but it came out to be Number 34.
1: Yeah, that's a great one.
2: And there are um, two live releases of Number 34, Um, one that's on the uh, Warehouse disc, and I'm not sure the volume, I want to say it's, it might be the same one that this one was, maybe um, uh, Warehouse Um, 8, Volume 4, maybe? I think it's a little later than that, but yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, it's – where is it from? It's – I'll have to look up where it's from. And then another one that's on the weekend at Red Rocks, which people are talking about Red Rocks this year, which I think is just every year people talk about that. Um, But that's uh, from the – they're both from 05. One's from July. um, One's from September. um, So we'll get a little bit of time between them, but we'll have to see which one is – which is the best out of them. That's cool.
1: Very um, good. And I don't know. What do you you think, Joe, about – uh, never mind. I just had a I had a thought, but I'm going to hold that to another time. No, nope, that's good. So, uh, live releases are they? What are they from again? What were the two releases?
2: Uh, the weekend. Uh, the weekend the at weekend. Red Rocks. Yep. 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 Um, which is like a massive release, yeah, and right. the other one is the warehouse. I, I have it in my thing here. It's, I'm, um, I'm looking at it right here. Yeah, it You is, got it.
0: Yeah, it is from the 2010, and that is warehouse. 8, Volume 7, Warehouse 5, Volume 10. So that's the 2010 disc.
2: Awesome. Good job pulling that out real quick, actually. Yeah, you
0: know me, I could pull it out quick anytime.
2: Good work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it'll, it, so it's a, it's another easy one cuz one of these days we're going to hit something like ants and there's going to be, you know, 30 performances to to compare. This one's nice, just two performances, so um pretty easy to review them, pull them back up and listen and we'll see what to see what you guys all vote. So watch uh, watch the social media for the vote. Um, and we want your feedback. And feel free to o- offer comments too on why you voted for it. Um, we can we'll, that maybe will help us when we all, all of a sudden notice Twitter was uh, you know really strong towards one way. We'll yeah. have some have some thought behind it. Well,
0: and, and speaking speaking of, I just want to throw this one in really quick because it kind of plays into what we were just talking about with live releases. Our good buddy Wilson Sinclair at Sinclair will did ask um, using the hashtag Ants Podcast. What's the next live tracks you want to see? And I thought that that would be a good question based on the songs that we've been talking about. I, I don't know if we want to, you know, narrow it down, but are you looking to hear specific songs that maybe haven't been released? Uh, is that something that's interesting to either of you, or you know, just I, I don't know. Good question. What do you
2: think? Yeah. Um, I, I I would I you know anything that hit, it doesn't have a hit for a live release yet and um you know I'd have to probably start to look to see what what I would really want to see that hasn't been released um, but I, I do go for that versus you know I um, uh, you know something that's just kind of a, a main venue a big venue I, I'd rather I'd rather get some unique performances any, <laughs> any thoughts Matt.
1: I I completely agree with that. Um, as we know, like, all the, especially the, the longer jam songs all have different versions and and performances and unique things about them depending on the era. And it's cool to see how that progresses. But at the same time, yeah, give me something new. Just doesn't
0: really matter anything but Joyride. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: just,
0: yeah, just something different. Um, you know, I, I I don't know if it's going to play in because it's the 25th anniversary. But it, you know, it it kind of makes you wonder if there's going to be something special. You know planned or whatever but um i, I agree i i kind of want to hear some songs that haven't been released yet uh that is something of great interest to me that's actually why i like number th- uh the live, the last live tracks live tracks 36 um because it had captain on there it also had let you down which doesn't have a lot of releases even though i didn't like it back in the 90s i've come around to it a little more now mm-hmm. yeah i'd be i'd go for that
1: yeah cool. What do you think, guys? We're going to wrap it up for uh, episode 54? I think yeah. so. All Let's right, do it. It, one, yeah.
2: it. Well, thank you all for the questions. We got a, a great amount of questions, and as as some of the, the the stuff kind of not too busy, we're definitely going to get to some more of these questions, so please keep sending them. Sorry if we didn't, weren't able to get to them.
1: Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for our Periscope people checking us out. Hit us on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook, and, of course, uh, ansmarchment.org. We will talk to you all soon.
0: Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, Tour Central, personal show stats and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB.